David James Young here for another episode of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you are doing well. Hope you are getting out to see a bunch of cool shows. And uh, if you are in Sydney, then you are in for a massive, massive weekend of really, really awesome shows. We're talking about Sad by Sad West, which is a three-day run of shows being put on by Less Talk Records. Uh, in cooperation with Subbed In, and it is a long weekend of shows that is a mix of poetry, arts displays, and, of course, live music, all of which is definitely worth checking out. We're going to do a quick rundown of who is playing when, uh, but before we do that, we have to give a quick thanks to the people that are making this podcast possible. Support for all my friends in bar bands comes from Spit the Dummy Records. They have some brand new releases out from Suburban Haze and Tree Houses, which are both worth checking out. You can check that out over at spitthedummyrecords.bigcartel.com. Support also comes from Sad Girls Club. You know about Sad Girls Club. It is a collection of non-male musicians helping to get non-male voices heard in the music industry. You can find out all about them over at sadgirlsclub.com. That's sad, G-R-R-R-L-S, club.com. And of course, support for All My Friends Are In Bar Bands comes from you. Indeed, we are on Patreon, and uh, we just got a brand new supporter this week in Kirsten Day. Thank you so, so much for your time and for your support, your monthly support. It is so, so, so much uh, appreciated. Uh, For as little as $1 a month, you too can get in on the action and you can help keep this podcast free. So head over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash barbands. That's B-A-R-B-A-N-D-S. Today's guests are James and Nicole from Carb on Carb the absolutely wonderful Auckland indie-slash-math rock band who are back in the country once again for a run of shows. They are playing Sad by Sad West. They are also playing next Saturday at the Red Rattler. And there's a bunch of uh, other little bits and pieces that they are doing around the country as well. So if they are in your neck of the woods, please go and check them out. We recorded this back in December when they were last out here opening for the hotel year. Uh, At the time in the interview, I referred to them as the first ever international guests of the podcast. And that's technically true, but uh, it's taken a little while to get this one up, and we've had some international artists come on before them, so I do sincerely apologise for uh, the queue jumpers, but um, thankfully they are back in their rightful place, and we will be hearing from them shortly. Indeed, they are out here as a part of Sad by Sad West, As I mentioned, it is three awesome shows happening across three days, and it starts tonight at Beat Disc Records. Uh, That is going to feature music, readings, and art from the following. Snape, Gila McCool, Cat Stevens, not that Cat Stevens, Cat with a K, Rad Island from New Zealand, Alison Gallagher, Oslo, Gabriella Spinoso, Amelia Rose, Hannah Band, Rory Green, Elise Bourne, D. 
Dan Hogan, Laura Kelly, Alicia Burke, Sean Thatcher, Benjamin Rivers, Cody Edwards, Todd Turner, and Lizzie Nagy. Uh, that kicks off at about 7pm and tickets are on the door for $10. The big one is happening on Saturday. It is at Blackwire Records. It kicks off at 2pm and there are tickets on the door for $25. And that is going to feature music, readings and art from Employment, Kenji Kozoi, I hope I'm saying that right, Patrick Lenton, Twin Rover, Hospital Sports, also from New Zealand, Emma Michaelis, L. Rose, Sniz Wright, Imperial Broads, Carbon Carb, Stacey Teague, Jess Locke, Erin O'Brien, Alina Gomez, Rory Green, Seth Frightening from New Zealand, Alicia Burke, Kasia Compley, Ted Denson with Wolves, Yoshi Arai, Holly Eisenmonger, Dan Hogan, Zounds, Fat Guy Wears Mystic Wolf Shirt, Alicia Burke, Susu Studio, Nick Levy, IE Crazy, also from New Zealand, Dave Drayton, and Hannah Band. And it all wraps up on Sunday with a lovely, lovely show that's kicking off at 1.30. Tickets will be on the door for $10, and that is going to be at a laneway in Redfern. And uh, if you know where to get a close shave, then you will know where to head. But uh, failing that, get along to uh, 112 George Street in Redfern, and the rest will take care of itself. Uh, Sunday, the final show is going to feature music and readings from Winnie Dunn, Jess Locke, Stacey Teague, Shaky Hands, Alina Gomez, Burlap, Emily Stewart, Rad Island, Rory Green, Glory Hall, Dan Hogan, and Sweater Season. What a huge lineup. These are all really, really great people. I've worked with a lot of these people. I've played shows with a lot of these people. And indeed, I've had people on from... And of course, I've had people on from uh, various acts on this lineup on my podcast. Uh, So I'm very, very much in support of this really, really cool weekend. Hoping you can make it out to one of the shows. Uh, For more information, head over to Facebook and uh, head over to the Less Talk Records page and they will have all the rundown for you. Uh, But right now we're going to have a chat with the Did Sit Legends from Carb on Carb. Hi everyone, I'm David James Young and all my friends are in bar bands. Today I would like to introduce you to my friends, Carb on Carb. Woohoo! Yay! Hi! Introduce yourselves, guys. Hi, I'm Nicole and I'm in Carb on Carb. I sing and I play guitar. I'm James, I play drums and book the tours. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very important instrument. (laughs) Uh, we are out the front of Rad Bar in Wollongong, uh, Carbon Carbon, back for, what is it, third time you've been here this year? Uh, yeah. Third time in Australia, yeah. Yeah. Third time in Australia this year, yeah. Yeah. A lot of, lot of times. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I've been doing a run of shows, uh, in the middle of doing a run of shows with the hotelier, and then, uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, nice way to end the year. Uh, how how have the how have the, your Australian shows been going so far? Have you just done the what's it three you've done so far? Yeah, um, we did a show at the Rev, and then there was a pre Artless show. Yeah, and then we did Artless Armchair and Forest, which was sick, cool ass little festival. That was really awesome. Very very fun, and then we did a Sunday show with the Hotelier. Now we're tonight we're playing the Hotelier in Wollongong, and then tomorrow at Blackwire. Oh my god. Oh so my excited. god! So exciting! It's so exciting. And they were very, very good last night, and I'm very excited because they're my favorite band. Oh, so, yeah. that's a massive call. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I love them. Oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> yeah, it was actually in Wollongong that I saw you guys for the first time earlier this year. Oh. Um, when you played uh, the Farmer and the Owl Festival. Yeah, wow. Um, it was a yeah very interesting lineup. Um, I think yeah, Bad Dreams played uh, mm-hmm. Bass Drum of Death. DZ Death Rays, Hockey Dad, local guys, and yeah, you guys were off on a side stage at like, I think like one in the afternoon, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I just, I literally just watched you guys by accident, and here <laughs> oh, we are. No. <laughs> That's awesome. That was a, yeah, that was a very strange, a strange festival. Yeah. Like, it was really like, um, yeah, it was like at the university, it was really cool, and there was like a lot of people there, a lot of young people. Made me feel very dirty and old. <laughs> yeah, really, they were very. It was really hot as well, and it was so hot. I, like sweated right through my shirt. Yeah, <laughs> like it was liquid. Those are never fun. Yeah, oh. it was so hot. How long have you? How long have you guys been coming to Australia? Um, we came in 2013, and then just three times this year. It was pretty early on. It was like our second EP, maybe. We'd only been about for like a year. Yeah, right. Just came and did a few shows and like. No, but in New South Wales. We actually played here at yours and ours. Yeah, right. Who was that with? It was like Lennon Lennon, Hockey Dad when they were like just started out. Mm. Some of the like oh, yeah. little kids who were pretty alright. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> it was really cool. I love Australia. We yeah, we can't stay away. Like we're coming back next year again. Oh like, fantastic. Very early next year. <laughs> it's just it's just so exciting. And yeah, we've like we've got a lot of really, really good friends here now. And we want to see them, so we might as well. It's not that expensive. It's fine. It's kind of <laughs> funny that people don't do it more often because it's like it's not that much more expensive than like flying between cities. Mm. Yeah, it's like kind of easy. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's always ways to make that shit work, especially if yeah. you're on that on that DIY shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so I want to know uh, how both of you originally got interested in music and wanted to start playing music. Uh, I guess we'll start with you, Nicole. Like, uh, okay. Tell us a little bit about your upbringing and how kind of music became a part of it. My family are a, a like, very brown South African family. Right. And so Were you born moved, in South Africa? I was born in South Africa, moved to New Zealand when I was six. And like the first thing I can remember relating to music was... When I was like three, my parents were going to visit, they were going to go see Michael Jackson play. Wow. And I loved Michael Jackson, like absolutely loved Michael Jackson, still do. Oh yeah, And um, I remember just crying because they left and they were like, oh no, we're just going down the road. And then I found out later that they went to Michael Jackson and it was take ultimate me. ultimate betrayal. Yeah, wow. and I was really, really sad. But yeah, like I think just, yeah, like growing up, I listened to a lot of like Motown and stuff. But then when I went to high school, I was like, oh, I was really into R&B in high school because I was just like, yeah, I'm just 
I love R&B, I love hip-hop, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I met this one friend who was really into, like, Christian rock, and then also really into this band called Zed from New Zealand. Oh, yeah. They, they were had, they really had, good. They, they had, had one hit over here. Oh, I'm a lover, I'm a sinner, yeah. I'm a fighter. Gonna that, set your soul on fire. Yeah, yeah. That's that, the one. Yeah, they were, they were so good. And then they came to my school, and I was like, oh, my gosh, so cool. cool. And then my friend was like, hey, you should learn guitar. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. Um, I can play, like, some R&B songs on it. So, like, the first oh, songs yes. I played were, like, was, like, you know, sometimes, like, City, ha, 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 Oh, ha, what ha. would you do? Yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah, I'd oh, love to play that. Back. Yeah, that was good. I can still play it. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then um, later on in high school, I met, like, these, because I went to all-girls school, I met, like, these three, three cool chicks, and we decided to form a band and then we played like synth pop and it was really funny and we sang stupid songs and then yeah and then just blossomed from there oh that's beautiful <laughs> nice what about you James? I this is a less romantic story I like pretty much I was just like music is dumb until I was about like 12 <laughs> I started going what were you, what were you more interested in than in prior to that? Video games. Oh, yeah. video games. Yeah. yeah. So lots of Final Fantasy. I think actually Final Fantasy had a musical influence on me though. Yeah, I can see that. They got great. some amazing soundtracks for sure. Yeah, then I started listening to like Nirvana. You know, the terrible classic rock band in high school. And were you playing drums? No, I played guitar. I yeah, right. I didn't start playing drums until Carbon Cup. Really? Yeah. So yeah, I played guitar and like classic rock bands, and then. Got into good music and punk music <laughs> in the high school. So, what kind of stuff are we talking here? Like with this, with this band, are we talking like the classic rock band? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like we did covers of fucking Turner Overdrive. Yes. Listen to lots of like Led Zeppelin. It was pretty like I don't know. We were just like teenage boys, like <laughs> messing around in like rural New Zealand. Yeah. Wow. Where whereabouts did you grow up? Wanganui. Uh, it's like couple of hours from the, from Wellington. It's kind of like, I imagine it's like a Bendigo or something like that. Yeah, right, right. Maybe a Wollongong. It's like smaller though. Okay, right. Yeah. And where were you, Nicole? I grew up in Auckland, yeah. Yeah, right. Auckland City, biggest city. Yeah. And what was your um, high school band like? Oh, it was, it was like... <laughs> I, <I'm, laughs> How bad are we talking here? It wasn't too no, they bad. Were, they were good. They were good. I mean, it was like embarrassing. It was like, I mean, like, Everyone in New Zealand kind of didn't like us because we were we had a lot of hype. Everyone in New Zealand, not everyone, like no, <laughs> like in the indie music scene, we had quite a bit of hype in my in my high school band, and we were we were like all girls, and we were very cute, and we were like singing songs about like Wikipedia and food and sleeping, and like it was very like yeah, and then yeah, and then I don't know, it was weird. <laughs> So, you actually had, like, some kind of national attention on, on this band? A little bit. Like, in the indie music scene. Yeah, yeah. right. Were you getting played on the radio and stuff? Yeah, on, like, the student radio. Wow! <laughs> we would, like, open for all the... That's why people didn't like us, because we'd open for all the big bands that came through, like... Yeah, like, open for, like, Metronomy and, like, Architecture and Helsinki and, like... Just, like, really? weird... I don't know how we got the shows. I think it's because we were cute and girls. <laughs> so, yeah, people like us. <laughs> That's so weird that you kind of 
latched onto that kind of stuff so early, like, that it became, like, <laughs> at least some relative degree of success. Like, most yeah. people, when I talk to them about their high school bands, they're just like, oh, yeah, we were the worst, and we were together for, like, two weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're just yeah. like, oh, we played with Metronomy. I'm like, what? Yeah, so Don't bury the lead on that. <laughs> <laughs> we started off, like, I mean, it could have gone a really bad way. I mean, we started off playing, like, Kelly Clarkson covers and, like, Hilary Duff. Really? No, wait, that could have gone awesome. What am I talking about? That would have been amazing. <laughs> that would have been so yeah. cool. Covers bit. No, yeah, so that was cool. And Avril, Avril Lavigne and stuff, which is nice. pretty much what I do now. So. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It all comes around again. So how did you two uh, come across one another for the first time? Uh, we met at a party. Um, mutual friends. I mean, New Zealand's really small. So I'm like... Yeah, right. I was kind of like, who's that guy? I don't know that guy. And, like, just met... Yeah, and then... Um, I lived in Auckland and James was living in Wellington at that time. Right. And I was moving to Wellington the next, like, in the next month. And so, yeah, we met again at, like, in a festival and James was like, oh, I, I've got this new band, I need a drummer for the band. Um, do you know anyone who plays drums? And I was like, I play drums. I didn't play drums at all. <laughs> like, I was like, I play drums, no And then he was like, oh, cool, do you want to be in the band? I was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, because I'd heard the music before and it was really cool. And then I just learnt drums and played in this band. And then we stopped that band and started Carbon Cub. Car. Yeah. What was that we band stopped. called? Uh, Mammal Airlines. Mammal Airlines. What yeah. can you tell us about that band? Yeah, it was... It was like yeah. me and another friend's project. It was like... Another band, Times New Viking, it was like really like lo-fi. Oh yeah, like, I do remember like, that. Like, yeah. stupidly, like, obnoxiously lo-fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, pop band. It's like, we were going to do this on a tape, because we could. It's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, that, that kind of stuff, like, yeah. just put distortion all over the master. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was fun, like, we okay. probably played for, like, maybe a year. We did, we came over here and played Blackwire, like, when they, like, as the last tour. <clears throat> and that's where we met, like, Dave Wilson, and Near Woman, and Tom at Blackwire and stuff, yeah. which has started a very uh, satisfying chain reaction. Yeah, Which is why we're here now, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What was that like coming, like, touring internationally, like, uh, internationally, but, you know, like, going overseas and playing for the first time, being as, you know, probably as far away from home as you've probably been at that point? It was, I look back on it as, like, the most naively booked tour. Oh, really? <laughs> I just think about, like, I just, like, made a Facebook event and like invited my like five friends in Melbourne and like that was like the promotion for the show that was it <laughs> but like uh there was like a few shows that were pretty like flops but um Blackwire was like really cool and like yeah. lots of people because Big Girls and New Women are great fans yeah that was so. the best show so much fun we actually we played this we played this uh club night in Launceston oh. in Tasmania called Skinny Jeans right it was like, it was, like the like indie club night and like that was pretty funny that would have been weird club nights are weird at the best of times we're doing one in Launceston in a rugby club it was in a rugby rugby club club. yeah yeah the other bands were like it's like one that sounded like Muse yeah there's one that was like a big like reggae pop band it was crazy reggae pop band that's sick that's so bizarre (laughs) It's very bizarre. <laughs> I almost said how bizarre. I was just like, oh, they're probably used to that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> At what point did that band kind of run its course? Did you kind of know that it was just like done? Uh, 
the other guitarist because it was two guitarists and Nicole playing drums. Yeah. <clears throat> he just moved cities, so we stopped and became a two piece. Yeah. And swapped instruments because Nicole had some songs she wanted to play. Yeah, I because I like guitar. I don't know drums, so I was like, I'm not confident. <laughs> I'm going to do guitar now. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first Carbon Carb show then? We actually one of the shows that was booked for Memory Airlines. We actually just swapped it because we don't want to like back out on our friends. Yeah, right. So we actually played like uh, a show in 2011, yeah. but then didn't play again for like months. Yeah, we didn't really yeah. start as a band until the start of 2012. Yeah, yeah. Was that a weird transition? Like going from, you know, you, I don't know if you were set in your ways or anything like that, but you know, going from being so used to doing one thing within the spectrum of a group to being like, okay, well, we've completely flipped this on its head now. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like... I think we didn't... We started with, like, no ambition, so it was like... Yeah. It's just like... It's just oh, it's fun. fun. Like, I feel yeah. like playing drums. I want to learn how to play drums. Yeah, yeah it was just We're just going to play, play, like, yeah. at this bar with our friends. Like, yeah. it wasn't a big deal. See what people think. <laughs> and how's that developed over the years? Do you feel like you are more confident in terms of, like... Going from being a you know the up the back being a drum band to like fronting a band and I yeah. guess you going from playing guitar and being you know at the front to moving up the back you know like swapping that around mm. in terms of a live environment. Yeah, I think it, like I'm I'm a diva so I love being <laughs> I love being the center of attention. Nah, nah, I love I like I love playing guitar and I love singing. It was hard at first because um, I was quite nervous to sing because I'd never done it before Carb on Carb, really. I kind of did, like, What were you yelling. doing in that, in that high school band? Yeah, I played, like, synth and guitar and yelled. Kind of, like, oh, more right. like... Oh, right. Like that. And so... <laughs> that very mid-2000s in there. Yeah. yeah, you know the, you know the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have a floor, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> yes! There was this... Oh, no, no, I didn't have one personally, but there was definitely... Every self-respecting yeah. indie band from the mid-2000s had yeah. a floor, Tom, for like no reason. a lot reason. of, like, Carvel, <laughs> yeah... It was a lot of, like, cowbell action. And oh, a lot nice. Of, like, yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty funny. <laughs> we had this song that was like, Wax on! Do, do, do. Wax off! Do, 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 do. And that was the whole song. Like, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> is this stuff still up online and shit? Some of it is. Oh, Marnie from Hannah Band <laughs> loves it. And of has course she does. It. <laughs> Marnie, nah. She'll try. She'll try and make you guys play again with, oh, yeah. with, with Origami Girls. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's Origami Girls vibe for sure. Yeah, nice. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> you mentioned going from Auckland to to Wellington. Mm-hmm. You guys are back in Auckland yes. now, yeah, right? Yeah. So. Like, just for someone who's never, I mean, never been to New Zealand and isn't quite familiar with the, the kind of scenes there, like, what, what's the, what are the kind of the key differences between, you know, being a, a, a Northland band and being a Wellington band? Like, what kind of scenes develop from those two places? Well, Auckland's kind of like the Sydney. Like, it's a big city where, like, the business is based. Right, 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 right. The scene is, like, kind of, like, disparate, but there's, like, heaps of good bands. Mm-hmm. Wellington's kind of like a tiny Melbourne. Like, it's yeah. it's sort of different, like, hipper. <laughs> it's very Yeah, yeah cool. It's definitely small, though. It was getting, like, pretty quiet before we left. But then, of course, after we left, it had, like, an amazing resurgence. Like, yeah, right. What made the... What kind of sparked the, the re-relocation to, to Auckland? 
honestly, it was like I finished uni in Panic, and I was like, <laughs> I gotta get out. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I don't know. And then we had like a house we could stay in for free in Auckland. Yeah, so. and like there's just more opportunities to play in Auckland as well. Like, um, there wasn't that many shows happening in Wellington at the time, and. I just was like, yeah, you know, like I knew because I went to high school there. I knew so many people and had that band. Yeah, I just was like, ah, oh, I've got connections that can go and play, and you know, build that up. So yeah, cool. sure. Yeah. So <laughs> this year, you guys did um, uh, the US as well. Uh, to over there. Um, was that your first time over there as well? Yeah, like uh, I'd been with my family to like Disney World or whatever, but like that doesn't count. It's just Florida. <laughs> yeah. But, no, yeah, it was it was insane. We did a lot of shows, like twenty nine shows across. Wow. It's really fun. It was amazing. Absolutely incredible. That's really yeah. cool. What was that experience like? Like, I can I can't imagine like what it would have been like to go from you know doing those relatively small shows just through Australia and New Zealand to doing like a full-on schedule like getting kind of thrown in the deep end as far as u.s touring was concerned yeah it was really a deep end yeah it was like took a lot of work and like a lot of time looking at spreadsheets and stuff to like make everything work together yeah yeah and yeah i spent probably like you know like 20 hours a week for maybe six months working on it just because like I, we knew no one before yeah. we went yeah right absolutely like, yeah, no one connections and to know anyone like, yeah. and it paid off you reckon? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, we were just we didn't really go with particular goals mm. it was like we just really wanted to do it and like see bands and go to fest and like yeah. see what it was like to tour and like meet people and we did all of those things yeah for sure it was really really cool like yeah and like we went to fest and we saw the hotelier and then we met uh, Christian and Lau like we're playing the show and it's like well not that wasn't related but it was still not nice to be like oh hey I remember you yeah. <laughs> it's just nice to acknowledge sometimes isn't yeah. it yeah it's just like oh my god you know who I am yeah vaguely kind of <laughs> the one with the funny accent <laughs> you mentioned um, that you already planned to come back next year um, do you have any further plans I know you guys finally put out your, your debut album this year and you know you've been touring fairly extensively on the back of that uh, are there any like further plans of, of uh, what you want to do next year or just what you want to get out of the band from here on in um, or is that the point to not have the, those sort of plans not to not, <laughs> yeah, to not like, yeah, overshoot it or anything in the next few months like I've been booking tours for some Australian bands in New Zealand oh cool doing a New Zealand tour in like March and then coming over to Australia but after that it's pretty like chill and see what we feel like doing because yeah. we've been pretty full on this year yeah. and we, we don't really have much new material because we have been on tour and stuff so <laughs> see what happens yeah nice is that is that cool to kind of do that cultural exchange of like you know coming over here and playing with Australian bands and being like now well, we get to show you what yeah. you know what our what our turf is like really yeah for sure I'm a little bit nervous because they are friends now, so I want to show them like a really good time. Yeah, yeah. So, like, being really careful about booking the tour and stuff. Yeah. It's one of those things where you're just like, oh, where do I take them? What do I show yeah. them? It's just like, I don't know the tourist destinations, I'm not a tourist. You know? uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know what's good to do in Auckland, but like, I just sit at home and watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure the, they would love the that. yeah the Aussie yeah. bands will appreciate that for sure. A bit of Netflix and chill with Carol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't have Netflix. Oh no, we do now. Okay, no. Sick. We, we do. Crisis averted. Oh my gosh. Oh. 
We only just got Netflix in New Zealand because it's pretty backwards. <laughs> <laughs> well, once you get the internet, everything will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I've yet to get that. Oh, one day. <laughs> You've got to throw the wires across from yeah. Australia. <laughs> got the plastic cups just talking to one another yeah. with the wires on one end of the other. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we'll wrap it up here, but uh, before uh, we do that, I asked this of all of my guests, and I now am passing it on to you two. I want to know about the best and worst gig experiences you have ever had as a performer. Feel free to start on either or, and uh, the floor is yours. Whichever one, which either one of you wants to take it first, uh, all yours. Um, start with best I think maybe like I'm going to do maybe a couple of the yeah, same, like, I think it's so fresh in our minds but Artless Armchair on the Weekend was one of our favourites like so many friends yeah, yeah. so many people sing along and it's like kind of the end of a big year as well mm. and a lot of those friends we made this year <coughs> so it was like it was, I don't know it's just like a nice little like wrap up and like I don't know it was really nice yeah it was nice it was a yeah it was like a closing of the year it's beautiful no doubt no doubt and then maybe just like uh, in general just like just playing like a random basement in the midwest of America was really like surreal and special for me just like just playing in a basement that like Algonon Catawallader or whatever have played in before she's like it's, it's, I don't know she's like surreal and like mm. cool to be in that place yeah plus cool. any black wire show either yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it goes <laughs> I feel like the best show would probably be tomorrow night so we'll see because <laughs> like I'm really excited to play Black Wire sold out with the Hotelier and like Sweater Season, which I love. That's as pretty. Well. It's a pretty it's solid. solid. Lineup. It's yeah. so yeah. solid. So who knows? That might be the best one. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll check back in in the future. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Worst one. Ooh. Worst. Was it Launceston? Wasn't that show we were talking about before? <laughs> the indie club night in Tassie. Ooh. It was pretty bad. <laughs> oh man. But I mean, it was fun. That was sort of, that was sort of bad because what happened afterwards? Yeah, we like we drove there and we were like quite tired and like got to this bar and it was a rugby club and it was like all these bands that were really weird and then but the people were all super nice and then they were like, oh, you can just stay at the bar tonight and we were like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that because it was getting really rowdy. Mm. They were like chugging they were doing this game where they brought out this boat and they put all their beers in the boat and then well, like a toy boat yeah it was like a it was like it was a beautiful like a, wooden boat like Ooh, made for, like made drinking for this games. drinking game and they all stood around chugged a beer then like vomited on the floor and then the next one chug a beer vomit on the floor so it was vomit on the floor everywhere and these people were like <laughs> smashed and so we oh, were like yeah. no you know what let's not let's go to this hostel and then the hot the taxi driver got lost and then we went to this hospital oh. hostel and then the key wasn't there, so then we had to go back to the bar. And then um, I think we ended up just sleeping in the car of the person that took us. And their parents, it was their parents' car, and it was a hunting car. And they just shot, like, some deer. So there was just, like, blood splattered everywhere. And we had to, like, Whoa. sleep on this 
in this sludgy car. And it was oh. really late at night in a long system. In the middle of winter as well. In the middle of winter, <laughs> and we had to sleep in this car. And yeah, it was pretty That's hard. It was it's it was so funny though to think about now. It's such a good story, but it's such a dark time. Oh man, that is the darkest timeline. Oh my god. So I'm never gonna haunt Monster again. Fair call. I don't think anyone can blame him. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The self-titled album is out now. You can pick that up and all of Carbon Carb's wonderful releases through their Bandcamp. Uh, follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Carbon Carb. Do you guys have anything else you'd like to plug or mention? Nah, thanks for having us. We listen to this podcast a lot and it's really nice. Oh, that's really yeah, kind. Thank you it. so much. I love oh, it like a lot on like long car drives. We listen to it. So. Oh, that's wicked. I really appreciate that. Well, <laughs> thank you guys for being my first international band. <laughs> yeah! Living it up, baby. Yeah! Round of applause. Got it. <laughs> Nicole, James, thank you guys so much. Thank you. I'm David James Young, and all my friends are in Barbara. This has been a David James Young Writes production. For more information, visit davidjamesyoung.com. To one of the greatest performers of all time, and one of my heroes, rest in peace, Prince.